success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way. And in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle and they rarely talk about it because that's not what creates success. Join us here where we'll chat with serial entrepreneurs, both men and women, and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship. We'll talk about the obstacles we faced and how to overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cami Lehman, and this is She's Invincible. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us today on She's Invincible. And oh my gosh, do I have an invincible one to introduce you to today. Maura Moret is a world traveler, speaker, and mentor. She helps savvy, successful female entrepreneurs to build their business around everything they love. So it is the truest, highest expression of who they are and their talents and gives them a luxurious life with even more success, freedom, and income. Oh my gosh, Maura, welcome to She's Invincible. I'm so excited to have you with us today. So Mike, I mean, I'm really delighted to be here for this conversation. Thank you. Oh my gosh, so fun, so fun. I have such a story to tell, and I think I'll hold for a little bit, but I would love to jump in And have you tell our listeners, how in the world did you get where you are today? And what makes you invincible? Yeah, I would love to say it was just like a nice, elegant walk towards success. (laughs) Like, Like for so many of us, it was quite a messy journey. So I started my business way back in um, early 2014-2015. Uh, I've come from a very small town in Ireland. I literally have a cottage here beside a mountain in the middle of nowhere. So when I was growing my coaching business, I was just like, you know, what? how, how am I going to do this fast? And I remember one evening I was driving home from a networking event, which had taken me four hours to go to, four hours to drive back. And I'm driving along the road and I'm thinking to myself, my gosh, this needs to move faster. Like I need something to change here. And just as I was turning a corner, I saw a sign at the side of the road, Kathy, that said, entrepreneurial event, offers, speakers. You know, I was like, what? There's an event here in this area? That's, that's, that's unbelievable. And then I was like, I've got to speak at it. And uh, long story short, I got an opportunity to speak. I was so afraid of speaking way back then. Went to the event. My mom was sitting in the front row giving me like, you know, you can do this, Moira. I'm standing on the stage with a microphone. My hand is shaking so badly. I have to hold it against my chin like this. Within the 30 minutes I was on that stage, I enrolled three clients and it had taken me three months to get three clients before that. So I left that event and I said, I am going to speak my way to the business that I want. So I spoke on stages all over Ireland. Then that became worldwide started to combine a lifestyle of travel with that. And really, I never looked back and I closed almost 3 million in sales from doing that. And I've really created a life that's beyond my imagination. (laughs) I love that. Oh my gosh, I love that. And now here you are, right? In this next phase of this, this journey and success. And so tell us what you're doing now. So these days I've uh, I've totally changed my business again. Uh, I just realized that, you know, I think that sometimes we can get stuck at a level 
And it's because we're outgrowing that level. And in the last year, I felt kind of stuck, like wanting to go higher, but it wasn't really working for me. So I'm not so much working with people around helping them with speaking anymore. I'm really about helping them create offers that are the truest, highest expression of who they are at a price point that matches that. And then finding the perfect strategy that helps them get that offer out into the world in a way that they can attract their dream clients with it. That's what I'm more focused on these days. I love that. Oh my gosh. Okay. The big question, what makes you invincible? Uh, I would say my ability to reinvent myself whenever I feel like it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I love that. No truer words have been said. Anything you want to share about that? (laughs) Well, you know, I, I would say that when I left my job as a youth worker back in like 2010, 2012, around about that time, I moved back to Ireland and I created a whole new persona for myself. I changed my name from uh, the English version to the Irish version. I grew my business up to 3 million in sales. And now I've got to this point here. I've just changed my name again, recreated my business, and I'm moving to the French Riviera. (laughs) And here she is reinventing herself again. I love this. And it's so amazing because... There, you know, there are always better versions of who we are and what we're capable of. And so many people live and die in that same version their whole entire life. And I love because we are evolving in such a beautiful way. And I love that you've embraced that and that you just keep stepping into this next version of Moira someone. (laughs) I know. And it's like we all we always have another level inside of us. And if we're not if we're not growing into that level, like what do they say? If a plant is not growing, it's dying. And I mean, essentially, we are all dying. Essentially, we are. We are. We're not getting any younger, you know, but it's like we've got to be we've got to keep growing. And like growth is one of my highest values. I love challenging myself. I love seeing something and then thinking to myself, it's not what do I need to do to get that? It's who do I need to become in order to align myself for something like that? And that I absolutely love. And I think that's where people really change. And that's where I think success really stems from. That is so beautiful. Who do I need to become? I I love that. I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, today I'm so excited to be talking to you about creating offers that are the highest expression of who you are, which in turn create luxurious lifestyles. So I know this is your favorite thing. And every time I talk to you about it, I'm even more jazzed. So I'm so excited to talk about this with you. Let's jump in and tell our listeners a little bit more about this. Mm, let's do it. Um, so I think that unless you're absolutely in love with what you're doing, you're only going to take it so far. And I think that we can, we can feel like there's all these rules around business, but actually there are no rules around business. And I truly believe that business was created so we could fulfill our destinies. Right. And I think in order for us to really do that and put our heart and soul into it, and let's be honest, growing a business requires putting your heart and soul into it, especially if you want to have like huge success with it. So how could you do it in a way where it it wasn't everything that you absolutely loved? Because I think that you can start a business and do something that makes money, 
Or you can start a business, make some money, and then realize that, oh my gosh, if I, if I create something that I absolutely love, and my energy behind that is that I absolutely love it, then sales and promoting yourself and showing up, that's not, that's not hard. That's like, this, that's you just being who you are. And the more we can be who we are, the more our businesses will thrive. And I think all too often we're hiding behind things that we don't necessarily love, hoping that that does better than us showing up as who we are. Mm. Oh my gosh. There's a lot to unpack there. So we're talking to a, a, a large audience around the world. So what would you say is the first indicator of this? Like what, where were you feeling stuck or uncomfortable or knowing there was more? What were the signs there? Yeah. So I would say about a year and a half ago, I took on this really huge goal of having a million dollar day. As you do, Cami, you know, <laughs> who wants to take a million dollars in a year when you could do it in a day? And uh, at the time I had my speaker program and I put everything in place and every month I was launching and it was, you know, I was like, yes, I'm really, really doing this. But every time like it came close to, you know, when I was going to go live on stage, I started to like feel kind of ill or, you know, like physical ill, not like in my head. I was just like, like, what the hell is going on? And then sometimes I wasn't able to follow through on like getting on stage or anything like that. And I was just like, what is going on? And then every month that we do it, like creating about a hundred thousand in sales every time, which is amazing. And sure. lots of people are really happy with that, but it wasn't anywhere near what I was lining myself up for. So then after doing this a few months, I started to go like, look, okay, wait a minute, maybe I'm pushing something that I shouldn't really be pushing. So when I really took a step back and looked at that, I was like, is my heart really in this program? No. Do I see myself having like a, a group program with like 50 people in it teaching them? No, I don't. Do I really want to do that? No, I really don't. So when I really took a step back and looked at that, I, I was actually pushing something my heart wasn't in. And I think that the signs for me was actually my physical body was refusing to perform in the way that I needed it to in order to achieve this goal. So the goal and who I am and what I wanted, it didn't match. And all too often, we can just keep pushing that. And then we make it about us. We think that we're not good enough that the strategy didn't work or we blame like the algorithm and all things like that. But it's actually, do you really love it? And when I took a step back and looked at it, I didn't. That is, that is such great advice. And those questions you ask yourself are so mm -hmm. important. And, you know, I, I see people as a coach as well that get stuck in that place. They, you know, sometimes if it's not working, it doesn't mean that you have to do more of it to make it work. Sometimes it's just not going to work. And you said that as, you know, you felt that in your entire body. And I think sometimes that's what happens. We do the wrong thing and we just do more of it instead of really looking at like, what am I doing and what do I want? Is this an alignment? It totally. And it wasn't an alignment for me to be working with the masses. I actually don't want to work with the masses because what I value more than anything is a very deep relationship with my clients. And if there are too many people in a program, I can't have that deep relationship. And that really, really matters to me. So when I was looking at all the things that really matter to me, I was building something that was excluding that, you know? <laughs> so it's like subconsciously, it was never going to work. And how and many times do we do that? I mean, it's not the first time, right? Like it, it can happen over and over again until 
someone points that out to us. So here we are. <laughs> we're speaking to the people here. Like we're pointing this out to you. More Moira's here to share with you the questions to ask yourself and how to shift yourself out of that. I almost feel like it's like that stuck or outdated version of ourselves. Mm. So yeah. So keep talking, lady. Keep talking. So what do you do next? Because this is a big problem right here. I don't want to say problem, but I want to say it's an opportunity, right? Okay. Now you realize like, oh my gosh, this is not in alignment with what I want, but how do you uh, abandon that, right? And step into this next thing that you think is more in alignment because that's scary. And it is. And I don't I don't want anybody to be listening to this podcast and think again that I was just like, hey, I'm just going to do this and everything's going to be great. Like this was probably one of the hardest things that I ever did, because um, I would say in March, I, I was like, you know, something needs to change here. I want to be happy. I want to be driven. I want to be very clear and focused about where I'm going. And I remember like asking the universe for a sign. I was just like, give me a sign that I am on the right path. But in order for you to be able to receive those signs, you have to slow down. You have to like slow everything right down. So I stopped working as, as much as I was. I cleared my calendar. I removed myself from every program that I was in. I was in a lot of programs. I deleted all of the emails that were coming into my inbox, all of the email lists that I was part of, anything that was going to like, have any sort of effect or take my attention away from just me because you are the most important person in your business, right? Yes. And then I took myself out of my um, out of my environment. I went away. I went to Croatia for uh, thirty days, and I like purely with the idea that I was going to come up with some new answers. Now it just so happened that in April it was my mom's uh, anniversary. My mom passed away uh, six years ago, and I always like to go away somewhere around her anniversary, but. When I went there, I had no idea what was ahead of me because it's like, I felt it was like strategies and tactics can only take you so far. And I wanted something deeper. I knew that there was something way more to this, way more to the success that I wanted and the fulfillment and happiness that I wanted. I just felt like I was a bit disconnected. I don't know if anybody listening can, can relate to that. So those 30 days were about me getting reconnected and boy, did I get reconnected. <laughs> I wonder, is that what we call that? Reconnect? <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I plugged into something or something. Yeah, well, it's like, because you disconnected first, right? Like you totally yeah. with deleting emails and getting rid of the programs and all those yeah. things. Like, it's like a total like cleansing of whatever it was you were doing. And then to yeah. come to go to Croatia. Tell us about that. Yeah. So I went to Croatia and I didn't know why I wanted to go to Croatia. And then I was, after I had booked it, a friend of mine said, uh, well, you know, you could go to uh, Bosnia from there to that holy place, Medjugorje. And I was just like, oh my God, that's my, that was my mom's spiritual home. And then all of a sudden I was just like, that's why I'm being drawn to this place. So I went to Croatia. I was only there 24 hours and I literally had to go and hire a car and drive to this other place. And I went there with the intention of connecting with my mom and anybody who's listening, who's lost their mom, once you get over the grief and the initial sadness, then you start going, right, you know, like what else is there out there? Are there signs? Because you hear people talking about feeling like they're getting messages and they feel connected to their loved ones. And I'm like, I want that. I don't have that. So I went there with that intention. And when I arrived in this little village, 
first of all, I saw a hotel called Hotel Grace. My mom was called Grace if any bit for, for everybody here. So I was like, okay, I'll stay there. Stayed in this hotel called Grace. That evening, I met this group of people from Italy who invited me to a special ceremony in the mountains the following day. I went to the ceremony and it was the most amazing experience. I actually cried tears that I'd never cried before for my mom and for my dad. My dad also passed. And the evening, that evening, we all went out for dinner together. They were all asking about my mom and how I was there on my own. And then they said, what was her name? And I told them, they were like, we're from a town called Grace. So I go to this village and stay in the hotel, Grace, meet these people. And I was just like, oh my God, this is like unbelievable. And I just felt like, okay. So I feel, I feel like, I feel like something is happening here. Like there's, you know, there's more going on in this world than, you know, just than what meets the eye. And that just made me like so aware of magic and miracles. And I was like, you know what? I want to, I know that the, the next level for me in my business is not strategies and tactics. It's going to be magic and miracles. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. I, I love the stories are amazing to me. So you said something I want to jump on here about even you didn't know why you wanted to go to Croatia. Hmm. How, you know, like people would look at that and say crazy or courageous, right? You decide like, how do you move forward and convince yourself to do something that you don't even know why you're doing? Like, you don't know where it comes from. How does that even happen? Because I'm sure people get feel those feelings as well, or feel they're called to a certain place, but if they don't understand it, they'll not go. Right. And that's, as we talk about how you can stop that evolution. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I, just, I think I think the key to all of this is trusting yourself. Yeah. Trusting yourself. And if there's something that you feel called to do, like don't question it and don't tell people who don't get it. You know, don't tell people who are broken, unsuccessful that I have this idea to do something because they're gonna, it's gonna have an impact on you. But trust yourself. Now I'm over, I am someone who travels a lot on her own anyway. So it's not unusual for me to want to go away to a place like this. But this time it was kind of unusual. Well, why do I want to go there? You know, but I just I just trust it. The more I trust myself, the more magic and the more miracles and the more opportunities that opens up for me. And I think, you know, one of the hardest things I think for entrepreneurs is, is to just trust themselves. And this is where I think that because there's certain rules to doing business and you're supposed to do it this way. But like, who really says what way you're supposed to do it? You know, we should make the rules, right? It's our business. So we make whatever rules there might be should come from us. I love that. Oh my gosh. So before we move on, because I want to talk about this luxurious life that you've created and that you're helping others create. uh, But I would love for you to talk for a quick minute about solo travel. And I know I've asked you this before. There's a lot of women who are very cautious around solo travel. So could you give us a few of your top tips on (laughs) safety and, you know, that kind of thing? Yeah. Um, Well, safety, you know, like obviously when I go to a place, you know, I always want to make sure that I'm going to stay in, in the best hotel. Like that is an absolute must for you. And when you check into the hotel, like you just get to know people and then people know that you're traveling there alone. If you have a drink at the bar or whatever, you're, you just feel like you're plugged into a place. 
Another thing I'll do if I get an Uber driver, if I get an Uber and I connect with the driver, I'll take his number and I'll have my own like my own driver that I can call at any at any time. Those like little things just make me feel like so like so safe. And apart from that, you know, I just always make sure that I'm staying in the best places so I don't need to worry about my safety. Like when I go to I'm going to Barcelona tonight. I'm going to be staying in Paseo de Gracia, which is the biggest, most beautiful street in the in the entire city. So I'm not worried about my safety. I'm just like concerned that I'm going to have the best possible time and making sure that you have yourself set up in beautiful places to allow that to happen for yourself. And the other thing is you tend to meet really amazing, awesome people when you go to the best places as well, you know? So it's like you're like, I'm never on my own, Cami. You know, it's like I go to a restaurant or I go and have a, you know, have oysters and cava on the, on the rooftop bar. And the person next to me is from New York or the person on this side is from like Tokyo, you know? So I'm um, always, I'm just always very open to meeting people too. I love that. Okay. Well, you just paved the way for the luxurious lifestyle, right? So let's talk about that and how you're working with your clients. And what does this look like? This this luxurious lifestyle. I mean, this Barcelona trip sounds amazing. All the trips have been amazing. I know. Yeah, I do. Um, I'm doing a group VIP day in uh, Barcelona this time. But uh, let's take one of my clients, um, Heather, like the last time we did a VIP day together because she really wanted to map out a new direction for her business. And it wasn't like we tend to start with, you know, what do we want to what do we want to do? What do we want to offer people? Whereas I like to start with people say, what kind of life do you want to have? Like, where do you want to be based? How many holidays do you want to have? How much do you want to work? Like all of that. Because once we know that, and for any, anybody who's creating a life they love, that is your version of a luxurious life where you have total freedom. And that's what I think a luxurious life is. This particular client, she loved the outdoors. She has a camper van and like her life is around being able to go away with her dog and like do beautiful uh, trips in the country and also host VIP days with her clients. So it's really looking at, you know, what kind of life do you want to have? And then it's creating the offer that is going to match that with the time that you want to work and also with the type of clients that you want to work with and also with the type of, with the amount of money that you want to make. So starting there is so much more fun and easier than starting with, well, I've got this program. I want to sell this program because then it's all about the program. It should be all about you. Prioritize you and everything that you want and then build the business around you to support what you want. And for me, that's paving the way for a luxurious life for yourself. I love it. And you, oh my goodness. And you're doing VIP experiences all over the world, which is so fun and exciting. Oh yeah, my gosh. Tell us a well. little bit about a VIP experience with you. Uh, you know, is it one day? Is it two days? How is that? Yeah, it can be one. I think two days is always the best because there's, a, you know, there's some grinding that needs to take place. And I think the most beautiful thing is when uh, I, I'm going to speak about women because I mostly do this with women is that if you feel stuck and things are not working for you, it's taking you out of your environment that is going to help you the most and placing you somewhere luxurious where everything is taken care of, care of for you. And all you need to think about is what do you want? Like what would make you happy? And creating a really luxurious experience for my clients where they really get to experience that. And then creating a plan around that so that they leave with a strategy and a very clear plan of what they want to do. Like this client that I last did this with, she came and she had a 5K offer and she left with a 30K offer. 
knowing that for her next six figures, she only needed three clients, not 20. That's amazing. That is so amazing. And that's what people want today, right? I think ever since the pandemic, everyone has put more value on time and lifestyle. And uh, yeah, and they want that freedom. They don't want to, you know, live to work. They want to work to live. They want to work to live the best life possible. I know I'm all about living, live more and work less because the more you live, the happier you are. So when you do go to work, you're even happier at work. So you can't help but do better. I love that because that's the truth right there is the happier you are, the more successful you become because everything works. You're having joy in the work that you do and it doesn't feel like work. I love this conversation. Oh my gosh. Okay. I would love for you to share about this freebie offer that you have for all of our listeners, seven mistakes that coaches make that keep them stuck at a lower level working harder than they need to. Oh my gosh, Moira, everyone needs this. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And listen, I created this list of mistakes because I have done all of them, absolutely every single one of them. So you're, even if you just relate to one or two of them and you can make changes to that, just that one thing, that's going to make a huge difference to you because here's the thing. None of us are strangers to working hard, right? We're, We're all programmed to think that we need to work hard. But actually, what we need to do is work higher and think higher. So this list is going to help you see that where you're making those mistakes, so you can start making some changes. So I would love to hear if you have any breakthroughs from reading through that guide as well. I love that. Thank you for this generous gift to all of our listeners. And Moira, tell our listeners where they can find you. Um, I'm on Facebook almost every single day and Instagram. So Facebook probably the best place because I'm actually changing my Instagram account. (laughs) I'm just going to delete it and start again. (laughs) I love it. You're so fun. (laughs) Just do like Moira, you guys, just delete stuff and do it over. Do it again. Uh, What a way to live your best life. So much fun. Anything else you want to share with our listeners about this luxurious lifestyle? I I love this quote from Confucius. And the quote says that we think we have two lives, but our our set and our second life begins the moment we realize we only have one. We only have one life and it's way too precious to waste it working way harder, worrying, thinking that we're not good enough, all of that, because we only need to make a couple of changes to really get on a path to what we really want. And that is being a hundred percent decisive that we're not going to tolerate anything less than what we want for our lives. Oh, mic drop. <laughs> That's the mic drop right there. We're 100%. We're not going to tolerate anything less. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. Hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode. And just before we get to the good stuff, right? The good, the bad, and the ugly, I have this great announcement for you. We are starting the Pod Power Hour, which is a virtual event that's going to happen on Wednesdays at noon Eastern. And so if you've ever thought about having a podcast, if you have questions, if you are a podcaster, and you wanna come and meet other podcasters and learn what's new, what's happening, tips and tricks to be better at this amazing passion of podcasting that you have, we would love for you to join us. We're gonna have experts there that are gonna be sharing 
their genius. It's going to be amazing. So, and if you're a host and you want to come meet some amazing uh, people that could be potential guests for you on your show, come on out. What a great way to get exposure. Be sure to check it out on my website at camilehman.com as well as follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Whatever is your favorite platform, we will have registration there. You do need to register to attend and it is on Zoom. So super simple, just one hour every other Wednesday. We start on May 4th, so don't miss out. Get registered today. We can't wait to see you there. You have moved from fighting cancer to discovering how to live beyond it. But what now? With so many emotional side effects still unknown, as a new survivor, you find yourself in a void as you navigate through the isolation, fear, and an uncertain future that can overshadow you and your family for years to come. Instead of focusing on the uncertainty of cancer, consider how strong and determined you are and think of the strength demonstrated by those who stood beside you through it all. Consider this. You now get to choose who you want to be and what your intentional, fulfilled life can look like. You made it through treatment. We can help you define yourself as a survivor. We're here to help you through this moment, to walk beside you as you shift your mindset from counting the days of life to creating a legacy. For more information, visit www.adventuretherapyfoundation.org or contact us at info at adventurefound.org. Well, this has been such a great conversation. Thank you so much for sharing all of this with our listeners. On She's Invincible, we promise our listeners we're going to bring them fierce entrepreneurs and we're going to share their expert zone of genius, which you've done so well today. But we're not done because on She's Invincible, we also promise our listeners that we're going to pull back the curtain. See, people are going to hear your story and they're going to think, She's so lucky. She's so smart. She's so beautiful. She's so courageous. They're going to think all these things, but they have no idea the journey you've taken and the price that you've had to pay for the life you live today. So right mm -hmm. now we're about to share some stories. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> She's reluctantly ready. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. I know. I wish I could say you could get away without it, but boy, I'd never live that down. Everyone expects that from us. So mm. let's jump in. Let's tell our listeners the story about the good or the greatest part of your journey so far. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say like exactly what, what this could be, but I think what's coming up for me is, you know, when I took a step back from my business like six months ago, and I just started to believe that there was more to this than, you know, than meets the eye. And I think it's trusting my intuition that if I was being called to something or if something didn't feel right, um, that that was, that was where I wanted to go. So I think trusting my intuition is probably the best part of this. The, the, I would say that's the good part is being able to trust my intuition now. So I'm not thinking anymore, like, what do I do now? It's like, what do I feel like doing? You know? So it's like, yeah, my intuition has been like huge. Mm. I, I'm going to ask you a question about this. So tell me the flip side of this. Has there been a time when you trusted your intuition and it didn't work out? 
And if so, what did you look like? What did that look like? And how did you pivot from that? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I would say that it's never a case that it didn't work out. I would say that I maybe got a lesson from doing that, but maybe the lesson was something that I needed in order to get me to the next level. And I love that you've asked me that because probably the good part of this is the intuition part of this is actually saying to yourself on a daily basis that everything is working out for me. And regardless of what happens, I can handle it. And if it's not what I want, it's the lesson that I needed to get in order to get me where I want to go. So I would say that's actually the good part. So thank you, Gabby, for being aware of that. I love it. Well, you know, I try to play devil's advocate here to say, like, what are people thinking right now? Like, oh, great. That worked out for you, Moira. But I trusted my intuition once and it didn't work out. So that was such a beautiful explanation. Um, and yes, I agree 100 percent in that lesson. Oh, my gosh, that's beautiful. OK, that was fun. But now we have to talk about the bad. So we're going to save the ugly for last. But share with us a story about the bad part of the journey. Um, I say it for me, there's been a lot of letting go, um, letting go of things, of thoughts, yes, but letting go of people has been really difficult. And, you know, some people are just not meant to be with you for your entire journey. And uh, it can be hard to let people go. But if they're not supporting your next level, then they're not meant to be with you in the ne this next part of your journey. So I would say that's like, yeah, that's been really hard. Yeah. That is hard. I've had to do that too. And any tips on that? Like, what what do you have to say about that? Because that is hard. So, you know, even though things are the right thing to do, sometimes they're very difficult most times, right? So any tips on getting through that or, you know, something you practice? Yeah, I mean, just always remember that you're prioritizing yourself and it's not that, any, that anything is personal. It's just what is best for you in any given moment. And if you do have to let go of people, just be compassionate towards yourself. You know, it doesn't really matter like what anybody else thinks or feels. What matters is how you feel and where you're going, because that's something that you can control. So just if you have to do this, just be compassionate with yourself and understand that it's for your highest good. And you just need to trust that if something doesn't feel right, it's not right. So what are you going to what are you going to do? Continue and it doesn't feel good. You've got to trust yourself and let go and know that letting go is creating space for something new and amazing to show up for you. I love that. I can't even tell you how many times I've had to do that in my life. And it is so mm -hmm. difficult. So, But you know what? Here's something I know you're going to agree with is that the longer you hold on to things that are not going where you're going, they're stopping you from getting there. So at some point you have to decide, do I want to hold on to this thing or this person? Or do I want that big dream, that lifestyle that I'm yearning for? And just know the longer you hold on, the further you are away from getting what you want, right? I heard this great metaphor for this. And just imagine that you are your you, your life, your business is like a hot air balloon. And all of these people and things are like sandbags holding you close to the ground. So you've got to let go of the sandbags. And I just thought that was such a great metaphor. I was like, oh my God. When you think about it like that, it's like it actually becomes easier. You're you know? right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, last part, ugly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Tell us a story about the ugly part of this journey. Yeah, I think that um, 
when you want to go to another level, and if it's a level that's scaring you, like if you're like, even when it comes to your pricing, like if you're somebody who's charging 10,000 now and you want to charge 50,000, but when you make a decision that you want to do that, then it's what shows up is what's going to prevent you from doing that. When you know what's preventing you from doing that, you can look at it. And that can be quite ugly to look at because then you start seeing that, oh, I'm not good enough for this. Uh, I've got all these things going on, like behind the scenes that are holding me back. And a lot of those things can be ugly. And I would say that's the ugly part of going to the next level. But remembering that if you do want to go to that next level, if all that's standing in your way is being able to deal with those, make peace with those things, then that's it. Because once you've felt them and healed them, then you can move to your next level. And there's nothing, there should be nothing scary about that because all it really is, is feelings and thoughts. You know, it's not going to bite your head off, you know? (laughs) It's not like a lion or something. It is like, and a lot of it isn't real. So I would say that is like looking at the parts of your, the parts of yourself that you don't actually like and don't even want to know exist, but fall in love with them and make peace with them so that you can go to your next level. That is so beautiful. Oh my gosh, Moira. Oh, so beautiful. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for sharing all of this and inspiring our listeners to live their best life and create luxury experiences and lives for their future. Is there anything else you want to share? Uh, I just loved this conversation so much. But it's, I would say like to anybody who's listening, who's not happy right now, that you've got to believe that something better is possible because right now you're believing in the stuckness. So believe in the fact that there could be something really amazing around the corner for you because we always have a choice. So I just be really mindful about what you're choosing to believe in right now and believe that things can get better and you can have a life beyond your imagination. Oh my gosh, another mic drop. Here she comes, coming in hot. Moira, before we say goodbye, I want to ask you to finish this sentence for me. Simple sentence, the world would be a better place if more people knew blank. The world would be a better place if more people, (laughs) I would say if more people realized that there was more to business than strategies and tactics, I think the world would be a hell of a lot of a better place. (laughs) And the third mic drop of the hour. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Moira. Thank you so much for being here, guys. Click the link in the show notes so you can get Moira's freebie and also connect with her on all of her social media platforms. And to all our listeners, I don't know where you are in your life or your business, but if you're face down on the ground right now, get back up. Just get back up. You can do it. You can do anything. Tell them, Moira. Yeah, you guys can do anything that you want. You're all invincible. Just believe that. And don't take no for an answer. I love it. And you are invincible. You can do anything. Just get back up. Thank you for joining us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please follow the show, submit a rating and review and share us with your friends. If you would like to chat to see if you can attract your ideal client and monetize your business through podcasting, please book a free call with me at camilehman.com. I can't wait to meet you.